Another uh, fun evening here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Ruben, what you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm having a little gentleman, um, just gentleman Jack, gentleman and, Jack, and uh, and some Z- Coke Zero. Yeah, Dwayne, I'm in my favorite Evan and Coke, Evan Williams Maker. and Coke. I'm simple, Ma- Makers and Coke, and I'm uh, doing my Crown Royal with a little ginger ale, something ginger a little different. Oh yeah, yeah. is that so, an anniversary crown? That is an uh, uh, it is anniversary crown. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Anniversary crown. Hey, it, it just makes just, it all that much better. Absolutely. Right. You know, I'm, I, I saw this lady at the wrong end of the bar a couple years ago. I'm, you know, real, real, while yeah. he was drinking. While I'll I was drinking with, 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 I was with Jeff and Robin. Yeah. And she was at the other end of the bar on a date. And I'm like, boy, she don't look like she's having fun. Are you still having fun? So, is she still having fun now? So, so, so you got to hear the whole story. So, I think there's a finger underneath that hair. What's up with that? So, here's the deal. So, we were both on online dating, you know, trying to find right. somebody. So, she and I had talked previously. Um, I think at the time I was talking to somebody else, and I'm not good at doing three things at once. So, uh, you know, we kind of didn't talk anymore. But I'm sitting at the bar, looking down there. And I'm like. And here, uh, total disclosure, I had canceled a date that night because oh. I just wasn't feeling it. It was going to be like our third date. I can't go out tonight. There he is. No, I, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so so Robin and I were feeling sorry for him, yeah. so we decided to meet him at the bar where he, you know, he had canceled this date. Oh, wow. I think we just lost you, Jeff. No, uh, I hear him. Okay. He's there. Yeah. Right here? So, so, yeah. So, we go to the bar, and so... You know, Robin's always trying to be this matchmaker. You know, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? I said, oh, I'll figure something out. I looked down at the other end. I said, in fact, I talked to the lady down there at the other end of the bar a couple months ago. I kept watching and watching. I'm like, man, she ain't having no fun. In fact, the guy that was with her was afraid to put... <laughs> he may be a listener for all I know. But I watched him like three times go to put her, his arm around her and got about three quarters of the way, then teenage, pulled it back. Yeah. Te- teenage movie theater. Was he, back in, was he 14? Right? And, yeah, 14 or 15 again? Yeah, and bald. <laughs> and bald. Oh. <laughs> I'm back. So, uh, so while we were there yeah. and she was on her date, I messaged her through the dating app. <laughs> Man, you're wrong. Well, they, you I'm are gonna, going to hell. We won't use that word, but then they called something blocking. So, well, she went to the bathroom and read my message. No kidding. So before the night was over, we were talking to each other. There you go, man. So not at the bar, right? Not at the bar, but bar. and then the next day, uh, my son Levi was a senior in high school at the time. He had a wrestling tournament. Tournament. So, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I was in Indianapolis the whole day. So the next day was Sunday. Come to find out, she's a big football fan. Yeah. 
And so after church, I'm like, well, what you, are you doing today? Oh, I'm watching football. And well, she had let out in our conversation. We, literally, we talked Friday night from like midnight to four o'clock in the morning. Wow. On chatting. Texting, chatting texting, back and forth. Right? Yeah. yeah. So in the midst of that, she loves bourbon. Obviously, you guys know that now. Right, so right. I said, hey, you probably need a bartender while you're watching that football game. She goes, well, it might not be a bad idea. So by golly, about a half hour later, I'm in Connorsville. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's back up a time. How'd you stay up till four in the morning? Hey. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, it, it must have been something. To, it was. Uh, it was married. Uh, it must have been. Yeah, it was. So that's it how it showed up with his apron and his towel and said, I'm here to be the I had two. I had two. Skirt. <laughs> no, I had two bottles of booze. No kidding. <laughs> Rung the doorbell. And she's like. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's not cheap. He showed up with the booze. <laughs> it was good stuff, too. I had Mixer, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mixer, too. Okay. So it was all good. So I have been corrected. It wasn't just booze. It was Mixer. Yeah, Mixer. That's right. <laughs> well, and look at us now. Well, look I at mean, us now, yeah. One year after marriage, two, three years after meeting? No, no, no. We've been married two years now. Been married two, it's been two already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That goes Seems quick. like yesterday, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does. Yeah, so we met on um, November 17th. And you know... A year later, we got married on that's November 17th. That's about the 17th. time that we met. I Real met close. you the year before. year before, okay, because yeah. it wasn't much longer than that. Yeah, yeah, I met you okay. the year before. So. so is this your friend's anniversary or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, Dwayne. We may want to snuggle. Do you, snuggle you, you need a moment? We met, we met a note. I can tell you, we met the first weekend of October. Yours was in July with me, so that's coming up. Yeah, that's right. Actually, it was the first Sunday in October. First Sunday in October. First Sunday in October. Yeah. Three, okay. three years ago for you. Three years ago for me? Yeah, for you. And I think it might have been four. No? Three? Maybe three. Oh, the writer's frying chicken. That's right. right. Yeah, that's frying right. chicken. It was the first stove on the corner of the building. You're right. And you know that when I met. I remember the first time we met. You don't. <laughs> with his hands on his hips goodness that was at uh, Allen wasn't that the turkey the gator, gator fry? fry gator fry gator fry right. yeah. Dwayne, yeah. 2018 yeah. gator so, fry so look so I gotta do the math here for you so that means we met four years ago four years if ago if you met Dwayne three years ago the gator right. fries in September October's when we fried chicken for it the church yeah, right. mo- everybody been, yeah everybody so. get their yeah. shoes off get so we can get this math right get this math right, right. Hey, it's important right. man we gotta know when so, we like each other welcome everybody to cross the line 1524 <laughs> obviously we're babbling a little bit oh. had a few drinks it's been a good time we feel where like are we, we tonight we feel like we're at the rusted nail speakeasy a little speakeasy outside of brookville indiana at an undisclosed location, and you got to know the password to get in. What the? Oh, you know it's funny. We I ran across somebody the other day and said, "He said, man, I love your show." He said, "I, I really would, but I don't know where this rusted nail is." Well, I and I said, a, "You know what? There's a reason for that. There's, there's a, a reason. reason." And he said, "Where is it?" I said, "Well, we have to get the password and give you directions." But I, uh, I get emails or messages through Facebook yeah. all the time. No hey, shit. what are your hours? <laughs> Not when we, not when you can be here. So, I have aspirations of making it bigger, but not right now. We were so, op- we were open yesterday. That's right. That's Sorry. Right. That's right. Free beer tomorrow. That's right. So, 
I've got a plan. Uh, I've been, I've been thinking about this uh, for a while. Uh, 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 this this may not be I see good. smoke. Androids versus iPhones. Oh, How many times have we talked about this? It's killing me. So now it's time to <laughs> Wait put a minute, it. I'm outnumbered. Put it on the table. Oh, so we're doing the Anvil, Android, Android versus, versus iPhone. Well, that's a three to one option here right now. I can take you. Well, evidently you can't because you can't even get a damn message from us. <laughs> Nor can he airdrop pictures to us. Right. Right. <laughs> I could if y'all had Android. Why would we want Android? Because they're better. How? They're just so much easier. Evidently not. Yes, they are. <laughs> Apple is so I just, Apple. I just had a conversation with our our admin right support at work today. She's got an Android and she hates it. And she was asking about the iPhones. And I said, listen, I know what it is, but... I've got friends and low ready. places. <laughs> in low places, they got an Android. So they are a problem, but they love their Android. That's the well. You're either you either love. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're an iPhone user. Yes. You love your iPhone. Right. If right. you're Android, you right. love your Android, right. and you don't really want to hear the other side. No. Oh, I hear the other side every flipping week. <laughs> yeah, but you don't hear. want to. You don't want to. Well, I don't want to, but I hear it. So. What's that? Our rid- so rules of Riddick? So convert or die? No. So we're, I'm going to lay it out here for you. So this collective group of four guys and four ladies text regularly. Right. You know, regularly. regularly. So because one of us is an, or two, two of us in a group are Android users, you just can't like a message or you can't. If you like a message, the whole message gets resent. It does because it does. the Android user and liked I get, it. And you're, you're, you know, when you're you, have, have, you have no idea how much enjoyment. Do you I realize how confused say. I get? And often, and often, mine get kicked back because it just won't go because there's. An I, I literally picked up the phone yesterday. I was like, "You have 63 messages." Like. <laughs> What the hell? And, and it was 61 of them were re- likes of the previous one. <laughs> then somebody else liked that, and the whole thing gets reset again. <laughs> what the hell is this? Android. And, and me and Dodie are laughing the whole time at the shop. <laughs> I'm like, how in the... Man, I, it's only been 30 uh, minutes, and I've got 60 messages. Oh, right. it's so fun, though. So... <laughs> Because I know on the other end, there's people just going, gosh dang it, I just wish they had an Android. I, you know, it was funny because... <laughs> so what you, don't, what you don't know, Dwayne, is the other of us, we have a whole different group message. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Just leaving you I actually out. was getting ready to so, leave today, and I looked out the messages, and I look, and I noticed that Mary, and I'm going to point Mary, Mary and I are pretty much alike. We just like, you know what? Just don't answer anything. <laughs> and you don't get confused, right? Am I right, Mary? I was looking at that going, she, oh my God, like 70 messages. She, her and I are the only two that didn't reply. And I, like, and funny thing is, I said that to Dodie today. I said, if you look down the message chain, a couple of them have figured we're just not going to do anything because it's a lot That's exactly what I did. So here, here's the oh, other thing that's shoot. crazy. So... So the group of us that are just iPhone users, so I'll be honest. So I have my cell phone here, which is doubles as my home phone. I've had it for years, that same number. I have a work number. I have a work iPhone as well. So iPhone users, if you text me as an iPhone user, it comes over on this phone and my work phone. So it doesn't matter what phone I have, I can respond back. 
That doesn't happen in our group text with these two Android users. <laughs> it only goes to the home phone. So you miss half the conversation, I, yeah, right? Yeah, you know. It's, or and then I respond back. I'll send something from his work from phone. From a work phone, and he's like, who the hell is this? Because <laughs> I don't know. He, I he used this, to do that when I had a work phone. I see this random saying, number. Who the hell is this? this? <laughs> oh. I no longer carry two phones, and it's great. I love it. <laughs> Oh, so that's I carry droid. So, <laughs> so I guess you're just jealous because they don't have their own cool sound. Well, you can have it, whatever sound you want. So, let me ask you with an Android. Okay, yes. Let's, if you have two phones, let's say you have a home phone, one phone you use for home, one for work. So, if you take a picture on one, can you look at it on the other one? If you download music on one, does it automatically go to the other one? If you turn them on whatever there's a setting for sync yeah, them you, up. Can. you, you can. Sync them well, up. you can sync them or it's, a, it's like an airdrop. It's the same thing. Yes, you can. So <laughs> you can do that. I don't have mine turned on, but if I turn, if you turn it on on an Android, I can see every Android user just like you can see Apple users. So it is, there's a lot of similarities. They just don't talk to each other. No, they just talk to you because you're Apple. And we but don't. Or is your and your wife's hooked together? So if she takes a picture, you get the same no, picture too. No. Okay. So let me. I don't let me want. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't want fourteen thousand nine hundred and sixty-two <laughs> pictures of my grandkids. I love them to death, but I don't I get need. My Margie's is attached to mine, and she takes pictures of like kids dancing in the kitchen, and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. At breakfast, I know, and I don't want her. You know, well, you can change that setting. I know, right? No, honey, I don't want you to see my pictures. <laughs> but, okay, I'm like, oh, whoa, this- wait a minute, back, rewind. <laughs> yes, so, but yes, we can air. I can airdrop or whatever. It's a right. It's another word, but it's the same thing. So yes, I can do that too. What's the word for that? I don't know. I don't use it. I don't. I, mine's turned off because I don't want mine it's, it's open. It's known as sync. So if you're with another Android user and you go someplace that has Wi-Fi and they know the password, can they automatically just send you the password without typing anything? I don't know because I have free unlimited, so I never turn on Wi-Fi. So I don't have. I don't know the answer to that. Probably oh. not. I, I know your answer is probably no. Yeah. So we have uh, we I, we have unlimited as well, but we still hook up to the internet where we go yeah just it's a lot of times faster sometimes yeah sometimes sometimes yeah sometimes no i agree yeah most of the time i just leave mine on whatever and unless i know that the service is horrible then i'll wi-fi here's a question for you guys do any of you got bluetooth in your car absolutely no do you you hate it when you start up your car and your music comes on automatically you can turn it on. You can set it so it doesn't do that. I know it drives me nuts though, because she'll get in and she'll change it. And I'll get on the phone like, Whoa, what the hell is this? <laughs> and, and it's, it's like if she's playing something and I get on my phone and I turn on my car, it starts playing on my car. And I, <clears> I don't like that. I have to turn up. So I have to that's make sure my pers- Bluetooth is turned on. a personal off. setting. There. It is a personal setting. Yeah. Sounds like a personal problem. Sounds like a personal problem is what it I was going to say too. Yeah. Yeah. So I had Android before I had an iPhone actually. So I had a Blackberry. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I will Blackberry. say, I will say, I, I love, love my Blackberry. Me too. Um, because the the typing, I mean, yes. it was just so, I, I could feel, you, feel, just, the buttons, you could right? feel the buttons. You knew yeah. you were at yeah. Not so much with the iPhone or even the Android now. 
Especially if you've had a couple of drinks. Right. <laughs> hey, I, and the, I don't know. Does Apple have swipe text? Yeah, you can do the swipe thing. It's terrible, oh, oh, no, it's the best thing in the world. You can be blammed up drunk and still type messages and it'd be worse. You probably shouldn't be doing that. but <laughs> Well, you shouldn't be, but you can. Blam. Cause blammed you, blam, up drunk. Whatever. But you can, you just kind of, I mean, it learns. Blam, 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 blam. It learns what words you use, I guess, mostly. So. Yeah. If you pick a the the to, uh, to drink <laughs> bar bourbon, so yeah, it learns those amazing words. But anyway, it learns your word pattern, so you don't have to be as close. So you can be, you just so gotta be close. How's the speech recognition on Android? Very good, actually. So it de- seems like it depends on the iPhone. How much you've had to drink? That could be. <laughs> but I, it kills me. I, I go, I, I go, call such and such. And it'll pull up somebody's name, not even close to what I was saying. And they're already, and it's already dialing. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's like, nope, nope, nope. Hey, yeah. Bill, how you doing? <laughs> I think it's great when Margie tries to use the voice command. She'll say, "Hey Siri, call so and so," and it'll. She'll say, "Call Corey," and it'll go, "I'm calling Fred." She's like, "Yeah," and then she gets, "I freaking hate that phone." <laughs> like, I'm ah. Just, you hate iPhones. So I got to tell you a story, and you're not going to believe it. There's a couple of people that listen to our podcast that was with me. Um, I got a little ticked off at Siri one day, driving, uh, got a little lost, and I said, bleep, bleep, you Siri. And Siri said, bleep you back. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to gosh, really? truth, Yes. Oh, no wow. kidding! Yeah, no kidding! Now I got I got to try it now. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have three witnesses. were in truck with me. We sat in the parking lot for about a half hour laughing. <laughs> That's a whole other level of frustration, right there. Yeah, when your phone's talking back to you. See, Droid don't do that. Android don't talk back to you. So. Oh, well. So what is it? Get off. The square root. What is the square root? Hold on here. Wait. Oh, this is one of these. We are doing questions. the yeah, illegal yeah. touching of the phone during it, the. If podcast. you ask it to tell you a dirty joke, doesn't it say something stupid too? And there's something Uh-oh. dumb you can do. Here it is. Siri, what's the square root of pi? Pi. <laughs> the square root of pi is approximately one point seven seven two four five. That's not the right one. <laughs> That's the correct so, answer. <laughs> so years ago, I don't. I think it was shortly after I got my iPhone, and we have the directions, right? You right. have the map thing, and I put in to give me directions from somewhere in Japan to somewhere into China. <laughs> I'm serious, really. And I think somebody must have turned me on to it. So it gives me directions. It's down this road and turn right and down this road. And then you take a jet ski. And, and I was like, get out of here. It was, it was great. It was great. It was like from, you know, it's like from Tokyo to Hong Kong or something like that. You, know? you have to get in a bay liner. It's like, you know, man. Get on a some, slow boat. There's some people with some really crazy senses That's of humor. That's funny, man. That, and, you know, that goes back 10 years. That's probably... Pushing 10 years ago. Well, isn't there all kind of stupid okay. questions you can ask? Here it is. I forgot what it was. <clears throat> Siri, what's zero divided by zero? Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies <laughs> does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And your friends are sad because they don't exist. Oh, wow. This escalated quickly. 
You know, it's great. Isn't it? Absence of value is absence of value, right? Oh, you know the the. You know, you got some you got some people that are on top of it, man. I, 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 you got to like it. You know, there's some egghead sitting there programming that thing. Going. Just cracking. <laughs> right. I mean, he's cracking himself up. Right. Right. When he's putting this stuff in there. Because he's going, you know, there's going to be some stupid idiot. Here's, here's the one my wife uses. Hey, Siri, I need to hide a body. What again? Supposed to be what again? <laughs> Siri, I need to make an atomic bomb. I don't know how to respond to that. Oh, that's not what it said you were going to say. All right, I'm done playing with the phone. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that is, the whole Siri thing is pretty cool. It is. Yeah. I, it works great so, for me. Do, I, you got something similar to that? We don't have Siri, but there is a voice. It, is, it still has a voice where you they can They have tin can on a wire. Yeah, me. Can you ask it for directions or ask how to get there? Or yeah, ask, you can do the same. Ask what the temperature is. Yeah. Ask what zero divided by zero is. I'm smart enough. I don't need to know that. See, Apple users have to have an answer. I tell them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I have friends. I'll ask. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Let me get a pen. Oh, so sorry. It, it will be an it will be an everlasting conflict. You know, iPhone or those things that they use. Right, Chevy right. versus Ford. Yeah. Toyota versus Nissan. Right, yeah. Honda versus. So there is no right answer. Yeah, there's no it's right. Just what good. you like. What right. You like. I'm, I'm so used to it. I I get frustrated. I was telling you guys earlier, a customer was in and he had taken a picture of a car he wanted to sell. And I said, send me the picture. I can't. I always screw this up. And I said, well, give me your phone. It was an Apple. And I went, oh. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh. So I figure it out. I get the photo up. I'm like, okay, text it. I get the message. I put my phone number in. I find the little button that looks like it should be send. I hit send. It goes and says, message failed. I'm like, what the flip? So I go through the same process again. I find Welcome, the f- welcome to my world, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to send to a droid. But wait a minute, though. But I go through it three, four times, and I'm finally like, look, I give up. Wait till you get home. Let your wife send it to me. He left. It wasn't 10 minutes later. Bling! There's the photos on my phone. His so, wife did So here's it, so. the difference. So if we're all Apple users, our phones can communicate with each other right now without a signal. An Android can't communicate with an but iPhone. But he had a signal. But here's... But, but, but you're, it's going from your phone, from his phone to the tower, from the tower back to you. Where if we're all together, it's just going from our phone, my phone, his uh. phone. But it's, I can't tell you, I sent thing. some pictures the other day to this four of us. Yeah, yours are fuzzy as fuzzy. Well, yeah, I couldn't read those either. Right, but I sent them to you. It's funny, I sent them out. Dwayne replied back before my my phone confirmed that they were sent. Because droids better. We knew. I knew you sent it. <laughs> the telepathy is great, right? It's got, they're just so smart. It knew something was coming. The mental telepathy is awesome. He couldn't see what was in the picture, but I couldn't got see it, it but I got it. Yeah, those are pretty blurry. I sent you the videos today, so you so can watch what, them. what were those? It is the uh, the lady is and the video is actually showing a printing printer's proof of the COVID nineteen vaccine carton. And what you're actually looking at is the carton that was on a printer proof. Oh, she was explaining what was in it. She was explaining what's in it. And part of that in it, one uh, one was the (coughs) MHR5, whatever is made from a 14-day-old aborted fetal male. And then the other part was there is a suspect of, and this is what's interesting, of an AI 
intelligent concept for tracking capabilities due to the risks of the vaccine and the results of the vaccine. And I was telling a person, what does that mean? Well, what that means is if there's AI-capable data, meaning that whatever they inject in you, the AI data computer can read that, what they've injected in you, which means nanobytes. That means that it has to have a, a matter, substance matter that so, is readable. I guess my first question is how vi- viable is the source of the photograph? I, I don't know. I can't say that, but you can read the box. Because you can go on, I, I, so it's not actually approved yet. It's, it's not, closed. Right, right. So I find it hard to believe right. that there's actually a box out there for it yet. Right. Now, for stuff from a fetal, so... Stem cell stuff comes from all umbilical time. cords yeah. all the time. <clears throat> now, the AI tracking thing, it w- uh, yeah, right. That's a whole right. other, that's a whole that's a whole other, other podcast. podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, so, the, the fecal, or the, ch- the child matter, it actually gives specifics that it was taken from a lung tissue from a 14-day-old male. See, I, I find that, vi- I just find that hard to believe. Well, if you, yeah. look, if you look up what MR, whatever that is, MHR5, it is actually is that. But that's how they built the compound of it. It's right. not what's in it. It's they use that as a compound builder of it. Right. So it's one of those. But you, you dig into it. And, yeah, and I mean. Uh, that's why I say find it intriguing. It's a little interesting. So here, we're getting off subject. My Android's still better than your Apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I agree that the Apples are better than the Androids. But I want, I want to leave everybody with this question. So in eight months, it looks like we've come up with the cure for COVID-19 virus. Yeah. Okay. So we put all, I mean, and they put tons of resources into it. Yes. Explain to me why we can't cure cancer. Thank you. 50 years. Right. Thank you. And the money that's been put into it. In the same type of, in the same type of cure is done by my well, Understanding that there's different types of cancer. DNA, reinstructuring. But. I cure mean, one cancer. Yeah. Cure diabetes. That's even me. Well, no, well, cure Alzheimer's. So okay. So I think part of the difference is you're dealing with a virus versus what it's not, and they've been they've been coming up with uh, uh, vaccines for viruses for a long, long time now. And, and, and while. It's been determined that viruses can cause some kinds of cancer. Cancer is not a virus. Correct. Right. So, but, but, I, but I get your point. I find it very hard to believe that a lot of these illnesses, cancer, diabetes, and a lot of these other illnesses that have been around for a long time and we've been dumping billions, billions. trillions of dollars into... Um, haven't had better results. I mean, obviously, cancer is a lot more survivable than it was 40, sure. 40 years 10 ago. 10 years ago. I mean, it's... But, right. but nevertheless... Um, so, you know, you brought up diabetes. So, that's a good one. I mean, there are... I, I just... To me, to me, that's a simpler, more fixable... I look so, at the mechanic where I look at something that seems to me in my world of view of it is a simpler fix than a cancer because, it, okay, we know what it is and it's, it's more, uh, a similar, I guess everybody is more similar than what cancer would be because cancer can be anywhere. Brain, breast, 
Boone, wherever. But diabetes seems to be, to from what I know, the same thing with Yeah, everyone. so it is. It is. So your body quits producing <clears throat> the correct amount of insulin. Insulin. Or vice versa. Right. Right. So to, to compensate for that, you either take some uh, medicine, so I'm diabetic, so right. you either... You ever take some medicine that knocks your sugar levels down so the amount of insulin you're producing is enough, or you take insulin. Right. Um, so what's been going on here recently that they don't... Here's what is unfortunate is we're still taboo with stem cell research. Right. So one of the items that's been, been tested and tested favorably is... And injections of stem cells to to increase the insulin output, right? Which has been eighty percent of the time has worked, right? So I mean, if I ever get to the point that I need insulin, I'm going to take the stem cells first to see if that kicks up the the whole right. right. Well, insulin. I, I have a little bit of a history, uh, family history with the stem cell research, and and uh, my son is a bone marrow transplant patient and stem cell transplant, so. Uh, I, I agree with that. And in 1997, when my son was diagnosed with leukemia, uh, the standard survival rate at that time was 55th for a kid that was under the age of 12, uh, male. Now, the standard survival rate for ALL, which is acute lymphoblastic leukemia, is now 95% with a three-year maintenance program <coughs> at that time, which is now a one-year maintenance program. So the survivor has changed, and it's the stem cell research that has caused the improvement of that process. Right. And th- I, I agree with stem cell from the umbilical. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I, I think there's nothing wrong with that I don't, whatsoever. I, right. Well, and so, I, I, yeah. so, you know, we're getting kind of deep here, but <laughs> when you talk about stem cells, so like you're talking about, even adult leukemia now, yes. is they no longer have to go in and get bone marrow. No, from, right. From from basically going into the hip bone and getting right. bone marrow, they can get stem cells through blood. That's right. They and, can spin it out of blood. So right. I know, in particular for adult leukemia, which is is rough. It, it, yeah, it's, it's myelolithoblastic. It, yes, it's rough, and the, just the treatment itself is very rough. It, for whatever reason, it's it it's, is. it's uh, sur- survival rates for adults is lower than it is for uh, youth. It is, and then, yeah. but it's it's pretty amazing that they can now basically do they can they can produce bone marrow through uh, stem cell, right? Yes. And, yes, and so I know, you know, uh, a particular friend of mine mm-hmm. who had adult pre-leukemia and went through the process and s- basically found a donor, you know, and they were able to do a bone marrow transplant, and the donor didn't have to give bone marrow. Right. He basically... They spun out stem cells. They spun out stem cells out of his blood. And And that's pretty phenomenal. And now, and and, and Alan, this is what's interesting, because Alan brought this up being a diabetic. You can now do self-harvesting of your your own marrow now. And you can actually survive, pull your own self-harvesting now at a young age and store that. Store it. And they can replicate Mm -hmm. that now also. And that's through stem cells research, which is through umbilical which I'm a supporter of because that's just basically trash, right? Right. right. And right. and right. and 
I and I don't I don't want to say the term trash, but it's considered waste product of a birthing canal. So, right. But in the same sense, I and and you have you're talking to someone that's actually lived it. Right. I lived it, and my younger son donated it, uh, his bone marrow to save his brother. And he gave he gave actual bone. He gave actual bone marrow out of his time. hips, 800, 80, 80, 800 cc's out of his hips, and it was spun into a pack for the term bone marrow. But now. Knowing that they're going on, they can actually do a harvest at an early age. They can eradicate the kill cell, actually do the harvest, <clears throat> store the harvest, and then eradicate the germ and then feed the harvest back. There are very many levels of that, but that's through stem cell research that did that. Right. Umbilical stem cell research. It's important right. to understand that. So. so I mean, there's people now that when they when they give birth, they're saving the umbilical cords and yes. having them cryogenically frozen. I think that's right. kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, yes, it's exactly As that. a just-in-case for whenever right. down there. You can the actually road. do that. Now. Yeah, you can yeah. pay and have it stored <laughs> somewhere and in case right. you ever need but it. But even like with Alan's situation, they got ways now of people with uh, diabetes now that if you can get yourself to a certain level, even during your condition, <clears throat> they can pull your harvest, eradicate you, or deplete your immune system and then reload that harvest back into you. Why? Well, I, I had that done to my uh, to a torn um, right. tendon. I, I think it's similar, but not as extreme. But yeah, they basically drew my blood. I went and sat in a doctor's office, drew my blood. Right. They take it downstairs, spin it, bring it back in. He sticks a needle in my arm, right. and they scratch the bone and insert the right. platelets and cells back into mm-hmm. it, and it it healed a torn tendon in my right. elbow. Is it perfect? No, but I'm I'm functional again. Right. So right. So another podcast we alluded to the fact that I had back surgery not so long ago. So prior um, in last year, I was looking to have um, stem stem cell. My my disc had crushed so much or just decompress, you know, compressed so much. Degenerative disc disease. Yeah, exactly. So they were going to go in do stem cell injections you had to go several times to regenerate that disc unfortunately my disc moved so much it pressed into the nerve uh and it was to the point my leg was you guys know my leg was numb and my foot was numb and you know just making the disc uncompressed wasn't going to help the issue so but the fact that you can do that the fact that you can do stem cell to to take a guy who has problems walking you know, it's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. It, it's it's the whole gambit is amazing, and I just think our you know part of the the I'll be honest part of the problem is pharmaceuticals. They they don't want it too much money and drugs. Yeah, right. Pharmaceuticals and quite honestly, doctors. I mean, at, at Be- I went to Beacon. Right. So they give they did give me the option. They said if you want to talk to um, somebody on stem cell. Here's who you have to call. They'll come talk to you, but not with your doctor there. Right. That's they they don't mix and match, but they say, hey, here's an option. But they, you know, with what I had going on, it wasn't an option. It's just like natural treatment of anything. My mother, I think I've, we talked about it once. She was diagnosed with stage four liver cancer. Right. Basically, gave her six months to live with chemo, maybe a year, and it wasn't to fix it or cure it. It was just to give you some more time. Well, my sister and I both believe in natural and healing and, and natural remedies. So she went to, we call him the Amish doctor. He's, so she went to see him and through supplements and a total change in her diet, she basically went kind of like a vegetarian diet, but eliminated everything, meat, poultry, dairy, everything out and took the supplements. 
And then she was continuing to go to the doctor. She did chemo because she was wanting to fight. And she's 85 at the time. So she's going there, and every month they're doing the tests. And every month the numbers are coming back better and better. And my sister was going along. She's she's our medical consultant. She's in the medical field. So she's she's interpreting for the rest of us. And she's like, you know, and I asked her, I said, what do you, you know, say it? Well, three months in, the doctor's going, I don't know what you're doing, but people would kill to have your numbers. And this was before she did chemo, but her numbers were getting better and better the, the other way. Well, that doctor they got rid of went to a new doctor. Long story short, a year in, the scan they did, her cancer was gone. And she's still here. And this is this is November, so this is probably three or four years now in to a six-month life sentence, basically. Right. So, And it was – I attributed it mm-hmm. all to natural healing. She eliminated you know, the, the crap in our diet and – and it's gone now. What money did the pharmaceuticals make? Well, they got their cancer, their their little bit of chemo, but she was the only person I've ever known that took chemo and never got sick. One time she was she felt bad. She said my stomach hurts for a couple of days. Right. But none of the other massive effects that people see of chemo she yeah. had. So. so that's sort of like when we were talking about honey, some of the medicinal purposes yeah. of honey as well. Uh, well, you talk about the, the 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 pharmaceutical industry, and not you know we try not to get too political, and not, you know I don't know if this would qualify, but no, I think this is you, more factual. If you if you think about just think about growing up, how many times you've heard about these um, these new reports of cures or potential cures, right? And it's all in the news for about a month, and mm. then. Gone. It disappears. Right. Yeah. And it's happened in my lifetime over and over. <coughs> right. And over again. And yeah, I just find it hard to believe that all of those potential benefits to whatever that was were there was nothing to them. Right. But but something made them disappear. Yes. And so you you, you mentioned the bees and. You know, we talked about uh, the, the Charles Mraz, who who was kind of the the, the, the father of uh, apotherapy, apotherapy, using bee stings to cure arthritis. In 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 his book, you'll read that he felt he cured multiple sclerosis, right? Uh, for some people, uh, with use of bee stings. And he indicated, you know, pe- people would ask him, well, why why is this not being used all over? And he pointed directly at the pharmaceutical industry. Sure. As sure. they're not going to make any money if, right. uh, if it's this easy, <laughs> right? And unfortunately... You know, you know, and I look at American science and the the pharmaceutical industry. Um, they do some phenomenal things, but they're a money making entity. Oh, yeah. So when you when you start throwing, when you factor in money, everything else goes out the window. Right. Just so so uh, talking about you know what I call homegrown medicinal things, elderberry. So there, there's a lot of uh, actual research in cases using elderberry syrup. You right. know, uh, in fact, there's a couple that we'll have on here after the first of the year. I have a shop in Metamore, and they specialize in elderberry. Uh, and actually, 
when the whole COVID-19 first started, there were some uh, thought that elderberry, you know, helped with the uh, prevention of COVID. Uh, that and oregano and all of oregano. Well, they're mm, antivirals. Exactly. So we'll we'll have them on here because it's 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 pretty amazing when you talk to them and you know they're more in tune with all the medicinal right. purposes. But I want to go back to pharmaceuticals for a minute. So <clears throat> all you have to do to realize what the pharmaceutical is about is is sit down and watch TV for an hour. And tell me how many right. pharmaceutical commercials yeah. come over yeah. your television set. It's all marketing. You shouldn't. You, as a patient, should never even know about these drugs. These. Right. Uh, You're not supposed to go to the doctor and ask. Yeah, you, you don't go to the doctor and ask. I want this and this and this because right. I saw it last night on TV. Right. right. Well, when we were mm. kids, we never saw advertising. Exactly. No. Because the doctors, the doctors would decide, hey, this is good for you. This isn't right. good for you. Now they're bypassing the doctors because yeah. their doctors. I mean, my doctor is one of them. He's not big. I'm I'm pumping you up on anything. No, right. so right. they're and they know there's doctors out there like that. So they just bypass them. They're paying paying major dollars to put commercials on national TV, yep. cable, the whole nine yards. So it hits you, the consumer, first. So you're like. Well, there's a cure for my psoriasis, or there's a right, cure right. for this, That's or there's right. a cure for that. Well, it's not a cure, it's just another drug. And if you take the time to see all the side effects that are printed in small print at the bottom, yeah. you know, right. if you read all those, you That's wouldn't right. even think no, about so, it. Right. So, right. so, so making that point, you, you see a lot of, a lot of advertisement for for men our age, right. and and reduction in testosterone, right? Yeah. So a while back, I was at my doctor's office and I mentioned it to him. Hey, you know, I mean, you know, is there any, any, fortunately, I guess my doctor's one of these guys that said, you know what, guys, your age aren't supposed to have it. You're supposed to be dropping off in testosterone. It's freaking natural for you to be dropping off in testosterone. And there's a lot of reasons why, uh, Heightened levels of testosterone are unhealthy for you. So, <laughs> right, and we'll just leave it at we'll that. Leave it at that. So, I, I, let me comment on that a little bit. So, ten years ago, you know, um, I was taking testosterone shots. Sure, doctor prescribed them. These guys that I worked with, they could tell the day after I had a shot. Yeah, they're like. Dang, you had a testosterone shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's all bulletproof. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. So, you know, did I really need them? Probably not. I felt like I did. But, you know, it's... You know, I. it's sad that, <clears throat> you know, it, my, me being a, a husband of recently, of my wife recently diagnosed with MS, is, is knowing the pharmaceutical issues behind a lot of these medications. And is the amount of money that it costs. And, you know, I, I go to work and I really get upset. I go to work and I watch a, I go by a methadone clinic and I see 10 yeah. people in line getting a right. $250 methadone shot yeah. every day for free and for my wife can't get a $50 drug. Right. And it's, yeah. and my insurance will pay for it and things like that. And it's sad. Yep. And it's yeah, sad that we fight. live in a society guys, like that. You guys that, right? had to fight through that, right? Here we still are. Yeah, yeah, right. We still are. And so, it's sad. So here's what doesn't make sense. So, I have psoriasis. Yep. So, I finally, you know, after a couple of years of dealing with it, I finally go to a dermatologist. She goes, okay, 
here's we're going to give you prescribe this for you and this for you she asked me at the time she goes you got good insurance i said that's yeah yeah it's through my wife's pretty good right so i get i go and get these two prescriptions at the pharmacy one's a little bottle about that tall they're both steroids you know one's a right one's a cream and one's a liquid for my scalp not getting into a whole lot of detail here right two hundred fifty dollars for those two little things so I swallowed my pride and I said, "Why? Why is this so expensive?" And uh, <laughs> you got good insurance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And, and the lady, the it's pharmacist, says, "Well, it's because the insurance company thinks you can get something over the counter just as well." Well, I'd tried all the over counter right. stuff, so I'm like, okay. So I, I, I get that stuff, I, and it helped right away. I mean, there's a big difference, right? Um, so I go back to my dermatologist. Had a follow up. She goes, "How did you know? How was it?" I said, "Man, this stuff works great." Uh, she goes, "You need another prescription?" I'm like, "I'm not sure I can afford it." She goes, "Hold on a minute." She goes, and you guys may have seen advertisements on TV. Good RX. Yep. Yeah. So she goes on Good RX. Comes back. She goes, "Here you go. Here's a new prescription. Go to Kroger's." So through Good Good, Good RX and Kroger, the whole both of them together were thirteen dollars. Right. Yeah, so tell me what the hell is the difference? Yeah. Why would they charge two hundred and fifty dollars without a Good RX, which costs you nothing? I mean, it's just it's collective bargaining. It's no, it's just good insurance. They they know the insurance companies will pay a lot for so, stuff. So so right. in fact, when I went to Kroger's, I kept asking, "You got insurance?" And I kept saying, "No, I'm using Good RX. Yep. I don't have insurance." Yeah. And Mary says, "Well, you shouldn't have to do that. They, you know, it, it's I agree, but you got to right. play the game. You right. got to know how to play we the do. game. Right. It's but but how can that be? How can they charge you two hundred and fifty dollars one place?" You know, and eight dollars the next place. It just well, part of it is because the guy's getting the one hundred and fifty dollar methadone shot for free, which right. we're paying for down the road. And it but all you can't. I'm sorry with all the research and stuff. I'm granted you want to pay for some, but if it's seven milligrams, cost you fifty dollars a day. Oh, I know. Right? It's just like come and a on, friend, guys. a guy knows wife just so, got diagnosed with MS, like your wife, and he was telling me about these. Well, you whatever know, this treatment is, it was ten thousand dollars a treatment, and I'm yeah. like. Are you freaking serious? He's like, yeah. He goes, well, what do I do? You know, they're telling me and it's going to help. And, you know, and his insurance was covering it, but it's like $10,000 a treatment. What are they doing? Well, and I, I can tell you that in uh, 1990, oh, I'm sorry, 2000, in 2000, my son relapsed from leukemia, right? So he's in a second relapse and he's prior to bone marrow transplant, get ready to do it. And he has a medication called doxorudicin. He has to take three three cc vials right intravenously fed three three um, three cc's it was ten thousand dollars and before he could have his bone marrow transplant he had to have those and the insurance company said well, we don't pay for that it's like what we don't pay for that okay i had to go and make an arrangement with the with our pharmacy here in town and say here's what's going on i was lucky enough to have supplementary insurance all right and I had to go make arrangements so I could pre-buy that and have it delivered so that my son could have that. All right, and this is a 12-year-old son that had to have a $10,000. Three cc. Three cc's each. And a lady that come and administer it was $10,000 I had to pay for that. And I had to pre-pay for it. And I'm very fortunate I live in a small town where we have a great pharmacy, George's Pharmacy. And George says, it's not a problem. We'll order it for you. It's not a problem. We're not, we'll are not. we worry about that later. The most important thing is we need to worry about your son. 
All right, and we were fortunate enough to do that. Now, the insurance company supplemented, waited 60, 90 days, the money came in, I was able to pay for that. But, but, yeah. I drive by a methadone clinic with guys standing in line with $250 shots every, every day. Every day. Yeah. Well, that's and I think the other the other thing to think about too, that's you in this small town. You knew the pharmacist. That's right. You knew the guy. That's right. He knew you. And what happens to the, the guy that doesn't? That's right. That's right. right. All those children, all those other children out there that don't have that's right that intimate relationship with right with the freaking local pharmacist. Because and I had done major arrangements. So I had to deed to my property. If I couldn't work it out with George, I was going across the street to the bar, to the bank. Right. And we're going to take out a loan. Right. Yeah. Because I didn't care what was going to happen. I'm going to get that for my son. Right. So, yeah. You're it's, it's, it. yeah. So, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a conundrum. It is. I, I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't possibly, and I don't think in this room we can possibly figure out all the ins and outs that drive that. And we know it's. We know it's dark. It's dark. We know it's, and it's money. Dark and it's and it's money. Right. It's green. So so the, so uh, the first thing that people are listening, <clears throat> there's going to be some listeners that say, is, "Well, that's why we want health care for all." Right. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you. Uh, so I have very good friends in Canada. He, you know, when he wanted a doctor's appointment, he came down here. When he had surgery, that's he right. came down here. That's right. Right. <clears throat> You know, socialized medicine isn't the answer. It is not. <clears throat> what is the answer is getting control of the pharmaceuticals. Uh, insulin, you know, under our current president, was able to get insulin down right. to where it was 10 or 11 bucks, it's where it should be. Where it should be. You it's know? been around for however long. Exactly. You know? When, when you, got a, you got a pharmaceutical making four or $5,000 per insulin shot, there's yeah. the problem. Yeah. yeah there's I'm no sorry. arrangement well, on that. Well, it's, yeah, it's you expired. Know, right. And, and I've always defended a little bit in the say, you know, they've gotten a lot into that. But man, when you talk about the number of diabetics we've yeah. got in this country and how many. If you made a buck on doses, each. Right. Yeah, make a buck on each dose. Exactly. Just a dollar. Right. What well, would you make a year? But again, so it goes back to, it also goes back to a lot of this stuff. <laughs> if we allow and we. Man, I don't know how we don't get political. Well, you can because, get a little political because, because it's fine. Because That's what it, it is. To be honest with you, I think you guys all know I'm a big advocate of term limits. And term limits solve so many problems. Right. And because the pharmacies, the pharmacy lobby has a lot less power. That's right. When you have people that aren't in freaking these offices for so freaking right. long. That's right. That they develop these relationships and these freaking lobby, the lobby money goes away. Right. And it cleans so much of this up. Man. Yep. You know, for a, for a podcast that we try to stay away from politics, that's everything. <laughs> well, I, I that think. But that's a. To me. That is everything to me, and it and it cleans up a lot of this crap where we are freaking. Listen, I've got a friend that is a retired pharmacist. Yep. And when we talk about these drugs, he's saying ninety percent of these things I wouldn't put in my body to save for nothing. Right. Right. right? He's a freaking pharmacist. He knows right. what's in that stuff, and he says there is no way. There is no way I would freaking put that stuff in my body. I mean, if I'm 54, I went to the doctor. I think we talked about this one. I went to the doctor one time, and the, her first question was, well, what prescriptions you on? Uh, none. 
well, what do you mean? What, what do you take? I'm like, well, I don't know. I'll take Exeter and Advil for you know for a ache or whatever. You're not on any prescriptions. I mean, it looked like I was a freak, right? You know, 54 <laughs> oh, years yeah, old, and, right. and I don't right. have a list of pills that I'm taking for whatever. I'm like, no, I you know I take care of my do supplements, whatever. But and I mean, it was almost an argument with this lady that I don't take a pile of pills every day. We've developed for into that society, and that's what oh, yeah. we thought. We've developed into that. <laughs> I have a friend that's that do way. You have he, a routine, Ruben. What's that? Do you have a routine? I do. I have a routine. 10 milligram routine daily. And I know, you know. I do now. Before this year. Yeah. It's funny. Before this year, right. nothing. So, so this I mean, year. Me, me and Dwayne, okay, we're both in our mid-50s mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I think we would be in the very, very slim minority of people that take no prescription. Oh, oh I know we are. I do not. Very slim. Yeah. I, I, and, and I'll go in and I have something. You, you guys all know I had pancreatitis. Right. And I'm in their hospital, and they're like, well, what prescriptions do you take? And I said, I don't take any. And they, they kind of look at me. You got three heads. Listen, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the fittest guy in the world, right? Um, I'm, I'm well overweight. Um, and, you know, I don't take any prescriptions. And they look at me like, really? It's like, nope. Right. Never had sugar. I've never had sugar problems. Fortunate, fortunate. I've never had sugar problems. I've never had blood pressure problems. Right. The cholesterol has been on the, and I've had doctors, doctors threatened to want to put me on. I said, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking that cholesterol medicine. Right. You know, and and I've pushed that off, and you know, I don't know. One day maybe it'll kill me, but you know. The fact of the matter is, is I've seen too many people take that stuff mm-hmm. and have other results. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then you see advertisements about talking about some of these freaking cholesterol medicines causing uh, diabetes. Right. Right. So I want to take like, a pill to fix something to cause something else. Right. I had a friend right. that was taking <laughs> taking freaking uh, cholesterol medications and it made him hurt so bad they had, that he had to go off of it. And it's like, there's something wrong with that, right? <laughs> so, you know, I get it. I don't I don't eat as good as I should. I don't exercise as much as I should. Pie. But, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Pie. 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 Wait a minute. Pie. Yeah, take a break. Pie. <laughs> so... But sorry, pie. I I am going to resist. And, and great pie. Listen, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a guy that's saying absolutely. There's no there's no uh, good use for any of these any drugs. Uh, sure, I have a developed history. That's why I need right, one. right. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push awful hard, and I'm gonna ask a lot of questions before I go there. Right, right. And well, can I can I fix it myself? Can I change my diet? Right. Can sure. I take a supplement? Can I do this? Exactly. I mean, I, I still want to no, have. I agree. Our, yeah. I want to have our. We go to a kinesiologist, Doctor J, and I mean, I take supplements, but uh, for different things. But I go to him first before I go to the doctor because for the last five years with a food supplement, I've been able to take care of issues. You know, I've been tired. You know, Alan talked about psoriasis. I had a horrible skin problem. I went to a doctor. I got prescriptions. Nothing was fixing it. Finally, I bought a all-natural shampoo. There's no chemical in it. It's all went away. I haven't had a problem since. Right. You know, so there's there's so many things that we impose on ourselves by what we eat, drinks, you know, create, put in ourselves right. that we can fix with 
diet or just changes right. in lifestyle and or adding something to it. I mean, you know, I, got, I got rid of a bone spur by taking two supplements. Right. And I, I you know, I think we sit here and we talk about it. a lot of this is, is so antidotal, but nevertheless, you know, these are, these are experiences we've had. And, you know, so I worked with a, a, an older feller one time that was from down in Southern Kentucky when he was a kid. And he told me the story one time. He said, you know, I lived in rural Kentucky. My nearest neighbor was almost a mile away, and his mother was half Cherokee. And, but that was his best, this Indian, or, you know, quarter Indian boy was his best friend. And and so he spent a lot of time at their house and, and, and that. And one day he had got poison ivy, fairly bad. And his his friend's mother, half Cherokee, said, mm-hmm. she said, uh, Indians don't get poison ivy. He's like, really? You know, why is that? And she said, because in the spring of the year, we eat three poison ivy leaves. Yeah. And we don't get poison ivy. Right. So he told me, he said, you know, we're was, not telling anybody to go eat poison ivy. Yeah, so yeah. We can think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not telling anybody because I don't know all the specifics about timing okay. and all that stuff. But just disclosure there. Just yeah. But about like said, our electrical but disclosure. But he said, you know, he said, he said, I look don't back. Don't try this at home. <laughs> he said, I look back, and he said, I did it. He said, now at my age, if somebody told me to do something like that, sure, there ain't no way I'd freaking do it. But he said, I did it, and he said, I've never had poison ivy again in my life. But, but but you but think the about basics make sense. And, well, and, and, what and, did and you do? We talk, and we, and then, but when we talk about the pharmacies, why is it so freaking difficult? Why is it so freaking difficult to find simple resolutions? To 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 because there's no money in, in the resolutions. But you think about what you did, and, and I've had people tell me the same thing. And, you eat poison ivy to get rid of poison ivy or to prevent from getting it. What are you doing when you get a poison ivy shot? You're injecting, you're injecting poison ivy well, into it's just you. like so, the flu shot. Yeah, you're injecting you're the injecting flu to COVID's get the same the flu. thing. Right, we're going to inject back. ourselves with COVID to prevent from getting COVID. So right. yeah, there's there's so many so many so, things that that can be taken care of. So I say that I'm pretty fortunate because I've I've never had an issue with poison ivy. I just I just haven't you know. <clears throat> So it's funny. Before so I've never, I've never uh, considered eating poison ivy. Yeah. So before I moved to Florida, I could roll around in this stuff. Right. Not, not an issue at all. I come back from Florida. I go and strip the poison ivy off the old house out here. I don't know if I told you guys this story. So I strip it all off and I go in the trailer that was here at the time and lay down. Well, I go use the bathroom and then go lay down. So I lay down and had my hand on my on yeah. my cheek you know laying on the couch I wake up with the whole side of my face swollen up my head's swollen starting to there's splotches on my head <laughs> and if you caught before I said I went to go to use the restroom before I laid down <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so it's amazing being in Florida for those five years I, I guess I lost you lost immunity your immunity to it removing the environment right? <clears throat> so See, it's um, when I was a kid I'd walk by it and get it right. now I can pretty much pull it I can pull it off of stuff and deal with it and I don't get it anymore. I don't know that's, what I've... Yeah. I've never eaten the leaves of it, but I don't know if just... No, I've been around it so it's long funny now, because, it's given up. No, and, I'm, and so I, I can get it if I have 
uh, say a scratch on my hand and and I'm in it, I'll get it along that scratch or or some opening in my skin. And even when I was a kid, my mom said, you know, I I don't think he's, I don't think he's, I think he's immune to poison ivy because I'd be running around barefoot outside and through the So we used to cut wood, you know, wood every year for the wood stove and man i just peel that stuff off and it's amazing now ever since i got it real bad when i came back sort of like Dwayne in his younger years i walked by poison ivy and it literally the places i had it on my hand and arm they raise up really? I mean, just like that really uh, i mean i i kid you not because i would avoid it when i was young when i was yeah. a little kid because if if i just got near it i'd get it everywhere yeah. and like yeah, i said a- when you touch your when you touch other places, it spreads that way. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a, so, so it's a funny thing because I, I've really not ever had an issue with it, but I still respect it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. sure. Because, sure. I, 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 you know, like I said, I, I get it. I get it in those openings, and I know it's, it's, it's irritant, and I, and I still respect it. So if I'm, if, I, if I'm knowingly in it, like you said, if you're removing it, I'm putting long sleeves on. Right. I'm going to wash up afterwards and all that stuff. But... Um, I just, I just tip, and you know, and then I've heard of people that are like me, and then the first thing is kind of like you. All of a sudden, man, they get, they get in it, and yeah. just freaking about kills. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you an interesting story. So years ago, we, Robin and I had some friends, and we would go down to uh, Lake Cumberland. Um, you know, a few times a year, they had a boat. We'd go out and we camp. We put put up a campsite right. out on the lake somewhere, and um, and. You know, he and I, he and I went out looking for firewood. We went out looking for firewood, and we're like traipsing around. We took the boat down the bank. We jumped off, and we're going up this trail. And here's this deadfall. I mean, it's perfect firewood, right? And I kind of walking up through there, and I realize it is just in an absolute bed of poison ivy. And I'm like, you know what? I was like, I think we're going to leave that alone. He said, why? He said, he said, why? He said, it looks like good wood. I said, that's all in poison ivy. He said, man, he said, show me what that looks like. He said, you know, he said, I get it, but he said, I'm not even really sure what it looks like. So I showed him all this stuff. This was like Memorial Day weekend, right? So so anyway, we go on. Fourth of July weekend, he and his wife, family, his brother, and some other people go down to Lake Cumberland. And they come back, and they came back, and he and his wife both went directly to the emergency room. Because, because when they set up their camp, their tent, he was whacking this stuff down. Oh, jeez. Oh. So thought, the oil's all over him. He thought for sure, no, this isn't what Jeff showed me. No. <laughs> and, oh. I mean, they had to go get steroid shots. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were in dire straits. They came back, parked his boat, went directly to the emergency room. So it's like, you know, it's a... Uh, it's it's funny how it affects different people differently. You, you know, know, you talk about stuff that's that's like that. You know, we are known to have shrimp here at the uh, the rust. You know, we didn't this, this evening, but we have it a lot. A few weeks ago, it was coming back. It was coming on the way here, and Margie had picked up some shrimp, and I was took a couple of bites on the way here, and I had a reaction to the shrimp. Really? And I almost yeah, I I was looking for a pharmacy because <clears throat> I started swelling up, my lips swelled up. And I was thinking, I'm going to have to stop somewhere and get an EpiPen or something. Uh, but as we drove further from, we were coming from Elizabethtown, Kentucky to here, which is about a three-hour drive, it slowly started dissipating as I got here. And you guys, I eat shellfish all the time. But I had a reaction to it. And my, 
I was like, you know, I didn't think about it. I looked up and my lips were all swelled. I'm like, why do I feel weird, right? <laughs> wait a minute. You, I, you, wait a minute. Wait we a minute. didn't get a picture of that? You were with Margie? <laughs> she didn't get a picture of that? We're disappointed, Margie. <laughs> but it was one of those things where I've never had an issue, but I something spurred it that day where it had to be an issue with me. And uh, I don't know if I live myself. I have shellfish allergies. That's not going to be good in my career. But uh, well, it's just more for me. There you go. <laughs> really? And Margie, strange. We, we know he, we next time we know he could have died, but a photo would be nice. Yes. I told him don't get hitch on me. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you, it's we went from from cell phones to pharmaceuticals in this one. <laughs> hey, I t- but my Android is still better. So we'll just end it at that. Okay. That's, <laughs> Anybody, everybody says the iPhone's better. Say aye. 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 Opposed? Opposed? No. Louder doesn't mean better. (laughs) So I tell you what's been fun, though. And, and, you know, we dove into the pharmaceutical thing, which um, that may be more podcast on that because that's, it's not only a good topic, it's something that we are all living with. And we'll live with for the rest of our lives. And the older you get, the more you live Exactly. With. So the quicker we can get control over that, the better. Absolutely. Yes. If we can get control over it. So, so for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. And Ruben Hutz. And we'll see you next time. I tell you what, this is Alan Stanger with Cross the Line 1524, and we're here with one of our famous celebrities that you've heard on this podcast many times. It's the one and only Big Bubba. Bubba, how the heck are you doing? I tell you what, I just got done with one of them fabulous meals. Where is it? Tell us about this fabulous meal. Was it here in town? McDonald? Arby's? Don't tell me you went to Arby's. Oh, sir, I was at the one and only. Crazy dogs. Pub and grub. Tell you what, that's one of our favorite places as well. In fact, we did a couple podcasts from there. Uh, you know, Crazy Dogs, the one and only sports bar here in Brookville, Indiana. And I'll tell you, they don't have just the best wings in town. They have the best wings around, period. Well, what'd you have when you were there, Bubba? Well, me and the boys have just gotten done with one of those ecto containment unit captures doing a little ghost busting. So we got us there. 20 wings. And we got some of their gourmet hot dogs. You ever had those? Well, I tell you what, Big Bubba, absolutely. In fact, my favorite is the Michael's Memphis. They're 100% all beef hot dogs. And imagine this. Topped with pulled pork. It's Michael's favorite. He's the owner, Michael Rose. And I tell you what, you can't beat those gourmet hot dogs. Well, Big Bubba, what else did you have while you were at Crazy Dogs Pub and Well, we had some of them field gold french fries with the beer cheese. And speaking of beer, I tell you what, the beer was ice cold there. Me and the boys had a few of them. And then we were mixing some of them specialty cocktails for some other people. I tell you what, it all looked good. Well, I tell you what, Big Bubba, it is all good one of our favorite places whether you want a salad during a week you want to get together with some friends for wings on the weekends or you want some of those gourmet hot dogs oh by the way the cocktails they're excellent it's crazy dogs pub and grub located at 300 main street in brookville indiana look them up on facebook give them a try 
and tell them that Big Bubba and Cross the Line 1524 sent you. Crazy Dogs Pub and Grub. Oh, that's right. Crazy Dogs. I tell you what, that is uh, by far one of our favorite places to go to. Uh, Unfortunately, they've been able to stay open through the pandemic. Uh, So if you live around Brookville, give them a try. Help those folks out. Um, It's been a tough year for all the local businesses. So, you know, we're coming up on Christmas here. Uh, I can't emphasize uh, enough. Shop local. Help your local guys out because they've had a rough go of it. So I'll tell you what, this was a fun podcast. We talked about everything from cell phones to pharmaceuticals um, and a little bit of stem cell. You know, in all these items are items that affect all of us in everyday life. I'm sure we're going to have another podcast talking about the stem cells and pharmaceuticals and I mean, that affects each and every one of us, and we're sure it affects you in some way, shape, or form. Those of you in other countries, you know, your pharmaceuticals may be different than they are here in the United States. Uh, unfortunately, uh, pharmaceuticals kind of kind of rule what happens to us and our health. So we just think there may be better ways to do that. We're not experts, though. We're just podcasters. A couple quick things. If you like our podcast, please uh, leave us a comment and leave us a note. Give us a five-star rating. I've had a lot of people message and say, hey, love your podcast. Can't wait for the next one. You need to do more than one a week. Unfortunately, we just don't have time to do that. But I'm going to turn you on to another podcast. Uh, These boys are from down in Kentucky. Uh, It's called Two Shots on a Barrel. Uh, Give them a listen. Um, it's funny. They started their podcast in June. We started ours in May. And, uh, the, you know, a lot of similarities in the growth of their podcast. The majority of their topics have to do with bourbon, as you might uh, pick up from two shots on a barrel. But give those guys a shot as well. If you'd like to contact us, you can contact us at podcast at crosstheline1524.com. Or you can go to our webpage, www.crosstheline. 1524.com. Until next week, for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, and Reuben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524. Hey, no to the hey Siri, do you like an iPhone or an Android better? This may not be a big surprise, but I'm an Apple fan. Enough said. Don't.